Well, good morning, West Bowles Community Church. How's everyone doing? Good, good to see you. Everyone have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a great Thanksgiving for us. Uh, if I'm being honest, I was going to be a little nervous that I was going to get up here, and you guys weren't going to recognize me because I have had five Thanksgiving dinners in the last week and a half. Um, so I am surprised. It's a miracle that my pants still fit. Um, well, whether you're here in person or you're tuning in online, we are so, so happy to have you here. And uh, I'm excited to uh, just share with you out of God's word, word this morning. So I'm going to pray real quick, and then we're going to hop right into the sermon. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much uh, for this day and this time. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity uh, for us to come together and gather as a church family. Uh, Lord, I pray this morning that you open hearts. Uh, Lord, I pray that you um, just speak through me. Uh, Lord, if there are words you want me to say, Lord, I pray that I say them. If there are things you do not want me to say, Lord, I pray that I not say them. And uh, Lord, we just pray that you be glorified in praise. Illuminate uh, your word to us today. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, well, uh, if you've been joining us over the last few weeks, we are going through a series called Taking November to Remember. Uh, And a few weeks ago, Pastor Nathan opened us up, and he talked about our lists. He talked about the lists that we have of people who have helped us along in our faith, who have helped make us more like Christ. And some of those people we've been very thankful and grateful for and helped us in a good way. And then there are those people who, man, we have just really tested our patience and pushed us, um, but still helped us grow closer to the Lord. And then last week, Last week, Ryan talked about our need and the fact that we were in such dire need. We needed a Savior and that Jesus Christ came and he died on the cross and he rose again for us. And so today, I've got the honor of wrapping up this series. So I'm going to close this up and hopefully uh, tie it all together nicely. Uh, And in order to do so this morning, I want to take us to an interesting place, okay? I know we just had Thanksgiving and maybe we're riding that holiday high where we got to spend some time with family and and hopefully um, we're filled. Uh, But I want to start us off at at a a different place this morning. In order to do that, uh, I want to uh, share a clip of The Office. Now, if you haven't seen The Office, it's a great show. One of my favorite parts of the show are the cold opens. Okay, I love the cold opens. Um, and the one we're going to watch is actually one of my favorites. Uh, and, and true story, one of my buddies told me uh, that this cold open, when they were writing it and they were going to show it, um, that one of the creators of the show was like, I'm quitting. I do not like this open so much. I'm going to quit. And then it became one of the most popular ones. So, uh, Bear with me, Kate. This this will tie in to what we're talking about this morning, but check out this cold open from The Office. At least once a year, I like to bring in some of my Kevin's famous chili. The trick is to undercook the onions. Everybody is going to get to know each other in the pot. I'm serious about this stuff. (laughs) I'm up the night before, pressing garlic and dicing whole tomatoes. I toast my own ancho chilies. It's a recipe passed down from Malone's for generations. It's probably the thing I do best. Oh, Kev. Uh, I've got to be honest. The question I always have wondered... Did he serve the chili to anyone? Hey, I've always been curious if he gave it to anyone, right? If he just tried to hide it. Um, so here, here's what I love about that clip. So you, you see Kevin, and, and he says it in there. It's probably the thing I'm best at, all right? So he starts off his morning, and it's, it starts on a high. 
right? He's got this chili. He's been working all night, and he's excited. Okay, we can tell. We can see in the clip. He's, he's excited. So life is good. Okay, and then he gets into the building, and what's happened? The elevator's shut. Okay, so his day, his morning just went from good to, all right, something wrong. It's, it's a little bit worse, okay? Um, and then not only is the elevator broken, but he's got to walk up a few flights of stairs, and he almost drops the chili, right? So we track his day. It was here, here, and now we're at the stairs, and it's here, right? Something else has gone wrong. And then he gets up to the office. And you, you're sitting there, I'm sure he's thinking, I'm scot-free, right? I mean, all I have to do is walk on flat ground, and I'm good. But what happens? That's where he drops the chili, right? This thing he'd been working so hard on, he literally spills the beans, okay? So his day goes from great to okay to bad to worse, all right? Now, let me ask you this. How many of you guys have ever been in a season where life is great, things are going really, really good, and then one thing goes wrong? And then another thing goes wrong? And then another thing goes wrong? And it's like dominoes, isn't it? Once one thing goes wrong, it seems like it's this domino effect, and before you know it, it's not just raining, it's pouring. And life is a struggle. We go from life is good to, oh my gosh, life is miserable. And that's actually the place where I want to start us off this morning. I want to start us off in the middle of the storms of life. I want to start us off in the times in life where we just wish it was over, where we just want to get the season of life out of the way and through with you know those times where you're like, I wish I could wake up and whatever I'm struggling with and dealing with could just be gone. That's where we're going to start this morning. And in, in order to start us there, uh, we're going to start off in Psalm 77. So if you have your Bibles, you can turn with me to Psalm 77. And Dave, I don't know if you knew we were going to be re- reading out of this psalm, but it's a psalm of Asaph. Look at that. So it's going to be up on the screen in case you don't have it. But psalm 77 verse 1 says this. I cried out to God... For help. I cried out to God to hear me. When I was in distress, I sought the Lord. At night, I stretched out untiring hands, and I would not be comforted. I remembered you, God, and I groaned. I meditated, and my spirit grew faint. You kept my eyes from closing. I was too troubled to speak. I thought about the former days the years of long ago. Now, we don't know what's going on in the psalmist's life at this point. There's no indication. There's no clues. But if we take a look, if we read what's happening, it's pretty clear that things are desperate, that things are dire, that life is not good. One of the the comments I was reading said when he talks about I. I couldn't be comforted. It's not, it's not that someone wasn't trying, but it's that he was so distraught. He was in such a valley. He was in such a mess that nothing could comfort him. And I think every single one of us have probably been in this place, haven't we? Where life is rough. Life is a storm. In fact, I, I'd like to describe it as life is almost like a nightmare. 
and we just want to wake up. And this, this is where we find Asaph. Now, I don't know what that situation was for you, and maybe this morning, you know what? You're going, life is good and it's great. But maybe this morning you're going, oh my gosh, yeah, you know, I'm right in the middle of that right now. Life is a storm. Life is a mess. Life is difficult. It does feel like a never-ending nightmare. Maybe it's marital problems. Maybe something's going on with your spouse and you're not seeing eye to eye and it feels like there's a distance between you that you can't fix. Maybe it's health. Maybe it's, a, it's an issue that doctors cannot diagnose. They can't figure out what's wrong. It's, it's chronic pain. It's, well, you're a medical mystery. Maybe it's cancer. That's a tough word. Parents, maybe it's watching your kid struggle these last two years. Watching school be so difficult. Watching mental health decline rapidly. Maybe it's the loss of a job. Uncertainty of where the next paycheck's going to come from. Not knowing how you're going to put food on the table. Kids, maybe it's your own mental health. Maybe it's watching your friends struggle with mental health. Maybe it's having to bury somebody. See, we've all dealt with one or similar situations like this. And when we do, what begins to happen is when we're in those circumstances, when life goes from bad to worse and you're in the moment where you're like, it can't get worse than this. I've hit rock bottom and then your rock bottom hits a new rock bottom. You know? What begins to happen is, is we see nothing outside of that circumstance. Our entire lives, our perspective, the way we see the world, what goes on in our head, the way we see people, everything revolves around the circumstance, doesn't it? Everything is colored by it, and it's hard to see outside of it. And when that happens, when life is that difficult, when you're in that low of a valley, Not only is everything else in your life colored by those circumstances, but sometimes if we're in that time long enough, if things get difficult, even our view of God can be changed by our circumstances. Even the way we see God can be transformed, can be colored by our circumstance. And that actually happens to the psalmist. So let's keep reading. Verse 6 says this, I remembered my songs in the night. My heart meditated and my spirit asked, Will the Lord reject forever? Will he never show his favor again? Has his unfailing love vanished forever? Has his promise failed for all time? Has God forgotten to be merciful? Has he in anger withheld his compassion? You see, we see here the psalmist, he's asking some pretty tough questions, isn't he? He's saying, has your unfailing love failed? I mean, just think about that sentence for, me, for a second. 
unfailing love. Right? By definition, it can't fail and fail. And here's the psalmist asking, going, have I found its end? I know your love is supposed to be unconditional. I know it's supposed to be everlasting, but I'm in such a tough spot that I'm starting to think that I have found the end of your love for me, that I've reached the border of it. He's asking, God, how long are you going to ignore me for? I've been pleading, begging, asking. Have you abandoned me? He asks, has his promise failed for all time? In other words, God, I I know you're supposed to be faithful, and, and God, by his nature, is always faithful to his word. He does not go back on his word, but he's asking I'm not so sure anymore. Lord, things are so difficult that I'm starting to question whether or not your promises are actually true. Whether or not you are good to your word. He's asking God, have have I angered you so much that you no longer have mercy towards me? And if we're being transparent... Maybe this isn't something you share out loud with anyone else, but if we're being honest, I think many of us in our time of need, in our circumstances where things have been difficult, have asked similar questions. When we've prayed and we've prayed and we've prayed and we feel like we've heard nothing. When we've prayed and we've prayed and we've prayed and we feel like God has said no. we begin to ask some of these same questions. If I'm being transparent, honest church, I have been there. I know I have. You see, when our circumstance is so difficult, we begin to believe things about God that are untrue. We begin to see God in light of our circumstances. And that's a tough place to be. It is a difficult place to be. But there is hope. There's hope. We don't have to stay there. We don't need to stay there. And we find the hope right in here. So, Asaph continues, verse 10. He says, Then I thought, to this I will appeal. The years when the Most High stretched out his right hand... I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will consider all your works and meditate on all your mighty deeds. Now, right when we read that, there's almost an instant change of tone, isn't there? Asaph goes from, God, where are you? You've failed me. Do you even love me anymore? I can find no rest. Nothing's working. I can't be comforted. And all of a sudden, he goes from that to, I will remember your deeds of the Lord. Yes, I remember your miracles of long ago. I will consider all your works and meditate on all your mighty deeds. You see, in between verses 1 through 12, Asaph's circumstances don't change. It's not like he's crying out to the Lord, oh my gosh, this is happening, and then instantly things change. No, what happens here is his perspective changes. His focus changes. 
You see, he goes from focusing on the circumstance, on the trouble that he's in, to focusing on the things that God has done in his life, to remembering the deeds of the Lord, to remembering how good God has been to him. And there is something powerful that happens when we take time, not just in the good times, but especially in the rough times, when we take time to remember what God has done in our lives. Something changes. And so this morning, uh, ushers, I'm going to go ahead and invite you on up. You know, this morning I could tell you, hey, something, something powerful happens. There's something good that happens when we take time to remember, and I could keep talking and go on, and we could leave here and, you know, say, just remember what God's done. But rather than just tell you guys, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take some time this morning as a congregation to remember what God has done in our lives. And so the ushers, I'm going to invite Graham to come on up as well. The ushers are going to be handing you a sticky note, so go ahead and take one and pass it to your neighbor. Okay, take one and pass it. If you need a pen, just raise your hand, and we've got pens as well. But the ushers are going to hand you these sticky notes. And then what I want you to do is write down one or two things. Right? Write down one or two things that God has done in your lives. One or two things that God has done for you. And Grant's going to be playing some music. And so we'll take about five minutes to do that. All right? So write down one or two things. And then what I want you to do in Balcony, we've got some for you as well. And if you're watching online, I want you to do the same thing. Find any piece of paper, uh, just find something around your house, and write down a few things God has done. And once you've written them down, what I want you to do is we're going to turn this whiteboard over, and I want you to come and stick that sticky note on this whiteboard, okay? Uh, And just be forewarned, I am going to read a few of these, so if you're going, you know what, I'd rather not share, you do not have to come and bring your your sticky note up to the whiteboard, all right? But write down one or two things, come stick them on on the whiteboard, and and then we'll go from there, all right? Everyone got it? On your marks, get set, go.
to mention, hey, if you're online, um, I'd love for you to, to, you know, write some things down. Um, and if you're with your family, you know, you can lay these out um, where your whole family can see it. Or uh, if you'd like, if you're watching it on your own, uh, just put this little sticky note somewhere where you can see it um, and look at it. So I'm actually going to ask Roger and Travis, if you guys wouldn't mind um, bringing this up here. Uh, congregation, thank you uh, so much uh, for sharing these things. Thank you guys so much. Wow. Look at all that God has done just right here in this room. It's crazy, isn't it? It's powerful. It's amazing how taking time can change our perspective. I want to just read a few of these. Um, We have here blessed with health. 
and blessed with his spirit. Uh, Gift of my awesome son. God has given me a life story that will impact others. Given me an amazing wife. Took care of my wife's brain cancer. Health of family. Gave me a great church family. He's relieved stress so I can make wise decisions. You see, the reason, the reason that I think taking time in the middle of the storm to look at what God has done is so powerful is because when we remember what God has done, we are reminded of who God is. When we remember what God has done, we are reminded of who God is. And this is what we see here in the Psalms. If we continue reading, Asaph says this, So, then I thought, to this I will appeal. The years when the Most High stretched out his right hand, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will consider all of your works and meditate on all of your mighty deeds. Your ways, God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who performs miracles. You display your power among the peoples. With your mighty arm, you redeemed your people, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. The waters saw you, God. The waters saw you and writhed. The very depths were convulsed. The clouds poured down water. The heavens resounded with thunder. Your arrows flashed back and forth. Your thunder was heard in the whirlwind. Your lightning lit up the world. The earth trembled and quaked. Your path led through the sea. Your way through the mighty waters, though your footprints were not seen. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. You see, as Asaph begins to remember what God has done, we see he's reminded that God is holy. That God is powerful, is mighty, is great. That God is redeemer and deliverer. That God is faithful, is in fact faithful to his word. He did the very thing he said he was going to do. And you see, the same is true as we look at these. When we remember what God has done, we remember that he's provider. We remember that he is healer. We remember that he is redeemer, that he uses our stories to lead other people to him. We remember that he is gracious and merciful and that he loves us and that he is right here with us in this moment. We remember that his love really is unfailing. And so this morning, this morning, like I said, I don't know where you're at. Maybe life is good. Things are okay. Maybe for you, you are in that place in the valley. And one thing I want to just share is just because we take the time to remember, to reflect, it does not mean our circumstances always change. We read here, we see that 
Asaph's story, the circumstance didn't change. And sometimes we pray and we hope and we call upon God and, and the answer is yes. And things get better, they improve, things change. Other times in life, the answer is no. But here's the beauty. When we take time to remember what he's done and when we are reminded of who he is, we can walk through the most difficult situations. We can walk through the deepest of troubles knowing that God is with us, knowing that God is going to provide and he is going to get us through whatever it is we're going through. That he is faithful, that he will bring us peace, that he is loving. And so as we close this series, my prayer is this. If things are going great, if it's been a wonderful month, if you're like, man, Thanksgiving's over and it's been good and now I'm getting ready for Christmas and I'm excited. My prayer is that you don't just remember in November, but that you remember all the people that God has brought in your life to walk alongside you. That you remember the ones who have spurred your faith, who have helped you grow. My prayer is that you remember Christ's sacrifice for you on the cross. That he loved you so much that he died for you and he rose again. And my prayer is that you remember who he is, what he's done and who he is. If you're in the middle of the valley of the difficult time in life, if you're going, yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. My prayer is that you remember that you are not alone. You do not have to walk through these trials, through this life, on your own, by yourself. There are people around you who want to walk with you, who want to encourage you, who want to love you, who want to remind you that God is with you, who want to draw you close to him. I want you to remember that no matter what you're going through, no matter what you've done, God already saw it. He knew it. And he chose you. He chose to die on a cross for you because he loved you that much. And I pray that you take the time to remember who God is. Remember the fact that he is peace that he is love, that he cares for you, that he knows you, and that he is very, really, real right here with you. That God is not distant, he's not far off, right here, right now, he is present with you. He is walking alongside you through whatever it is that you are going through, and he is faithful. He will get you through. I'm going to go ahead and ask the worship team to come back up. We're going to pray and uh, head out of here. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day and this time. Thank you, Lord, for this month that we've gotten to look back and reflect upon, Lord, everything you've given us. 
Thank you, Lord God, for all the people in our lives who have spurred us along, who have brought us closer to you, Lord God, for the community that you've given us. Thank you, Lord God, for your death and resurrection, for the fact that you love us so much that you wanted to to draw us near to you. You wanted to erase the, the distance that was between us. You wanted to redeem us and give us life eternally. And Lord, thank you that, Lord, you still give abundantly, that you continue, Lord, to bless us, to give us things, Lord God. And I pray that in that, as we reflect upon and remember everything you've done in our lives, Lord, I pray that we are reminded of who you are, that you are good, that you are gracious, that you are loving, that you care for us, Lord God, and that the fact that you are present right here, right now with us. Lord, remind us of this, and I pray that we reflect on this, not just during this month, Lord, but continually as we go through life. In your name we pray. Amen.